Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you willing? Are you willing? Are you willing? Let's begin. Hey, gents. Welcome to another episode of Apex Masculinity, a high-performance men's coaching outfit designed to help you show up strong in every area of life. Raising the bar in fatherhood, marriage, finance, business, health, and all things manly. Gentlemen, let's begin. Hey gents, welcome back to Apex Masculinity. You're in the right place. I'm your host, Nick Chantos. Guys, just a shorter episode today. Wanted to keep everybody up to speed with what's going on in my life. I haven't put an episode out in a hot minute and it's because I'm in transition right now. My family and I are actually moving from North Dakota. The great frigid tundra oil fields of North Dakota down to South Texas and uh, North Dakota has run its course it was a great season for us financially lots of good work Oldfield is just booming up there and if you're good at what you do and you've got some determination in you and some work ethic a guy can really go far and I was able to do that and just step down from a job at 34 bucks an hour lots of overtime and uh, in the process of closing on our house, uh, Lord willing, we're set to do well and have the capital we need for a house that I've got earnest money on here in Texas. Uh, my wife has established herself in her career, taught first grade a couple years, taught sixth grade, seventh and eighth grade classes and six months away from a master's degree and the investment that we made in ourselves by going up there uh, was not for nothing. It's, it's paid itself off. However, there was cost. And I want to get into that today, um, which I guess it's going to be about balance, but sometimes that's easier said than done course as you guys know if you've listened to any or most of my episodes on occasion I'll rant and rave about taxing oil field hours and 12 16 sometimes up to 32 hours straight shifts um, and how taxing that can be for a person and how it can absorb most of your time And obviously the money's good, but it leaves you wanting in other areas of your life. How you show up as a husband, how you show up as a father, uh, how you show up with your health and fitness and your own headspace, your own mental health. For guys with traumatic pasts or guys that have had um, any season in addiction or anything like that, fatigue and stress can be an absolute trigger and as I've shared in previous episodes, exhaustion for me is a huge trigger and it can make a guy, uh, it can wear a guy down, so to speak, and make him consider, if not do certain things that, uh, that don't align with his core values as a man. And for me, spiritual things are a big deal. I know not everybody listening has that same value set and that's okay. Um, 
but I noticed a decline in my ability to show up strong uh, in the area of servant leadership towards my wife and kids, uh, leading them in a godly direction, leading them in a righteous direction. And that's always been something very important to me. I don't want to get to the end and have accumulated wealth, uh, but be spiritually or morally bankrupt, so to speak. And we lived in South Texas back in 2015, and we've always loved this area. I mean, great Mexican food, great barbecue. Uh, we attended and will be attending a great church that we'll be able to plug into and grow and mature in the area of, of uh, spirituality and living a gospel-centered life. I mean, the beach is just a couple hours south of here. You know, all the fun stuff that you can do for family. The San Antonio Zoo, SeaWorld. It's different things like that. More opportunity for my wife as she progresses through her career in education. Um, of course, I think she's found her spot. And uh, she's got plans for herself as it relates to being there long term. And that's okay. Uh But this move is primarily for spiritual reasons uh, to the point where, you know, I'm stepping down from, like I said, a $34 an hour job to take on a $20 an hour job and, and, and cut my income, so to speak, uh, close to half, not quite, but close, just so that I can be home at a decent hour every night, have weekends off and uh, really start throwing all in on the book writing, the personal development workshops and seminars. I'm in a great spot. I mean, San Antonio is 30 minutes from where we live. Austin is just over an hour. Uh, I'm really gonna be able to start moving things on my side hustle for brand building in that direction. And I've got big plans, but uh, sometimes, Sometimes you have to stop and analyze every area of your life and make sacrifices in one area if other areas are in decline. And that's a tough choice, especially when you're winning financially, right? You know, I'm able to provide that life for my wife and kids, you know, fully funded private school education, the kind of life where... My wife can go get a latte every morning on the way to work and we'd never even feel it. Nice home, space, all the bills are paid. There's excess every month. One of those lifestyles where there's more money than bills at the end of every month. More money than month, as they say. Uh, but I wasn't liking the man that I was becoming. And sometimes you gotta stop and regroup and analyze and ask yourself, is it worth it? Are my kids turning out the way that I want them to? When they are grown and on their own, will I be able to say that I did everything that I could as a father to invest in them with my time and with my counsel and with my teaching, with discipleship, to raise them in a way to where they're gonna be able to go out and not just make money, but have morals and ethics 
and an internal compass that will guide them on a path of righteous living? Or will I get to the end and, you know, launch three very financially successful kids that don't have a moral compass or morals or ethics that are in alignment with not only what I want for myself, but what I want for the people that I love and care for. So yeah, man, uh, just to break it down for you guys, I peeled out of North Dakota a couple weeks ago, got down here. Uh, I actually did take an oil field job. There is a little oil field work down here, just south of San Antonio. And that ended up just being an absolute nightmare. Um, I've never worked for a company in my life that had equipment that shoddy. Uh, you know, things breaking on the truck as you're going down the road and you're losing gear down I-37 or whatever. And uh, after about four days of that, I was like, nope, no, I have standards. I have, <laughs> I have standards, man. Great guys, great work, great wage, actually. Um, you know, they said they'd start me at 25 and bump me to 27 after 90 days. And for this area, that's really, really good. But I could not in good faith commit myself to operate that kind of equipment knowing what the dangers are not only to the public the traveling public but to myself and to my cdl with dot violations you know if you get pulled over and your equipment's falling apart that goes on your license so with reluctance i waited a few days and made the decision and uh took a day off and within an hour had found another job great equipment obviously lower wage but it's going to have the schedule that I want that's going to let me dial in on those areas that were in decline. And this next season for my family and I is going to be a season of spiritual growth and maturity. That is the theme for us this year. And as you go through life and you do the year-end review, so to speak, on your life, and uh, you realize, hey, we've been winning here, but we have been losing tragically here. And that needs to change it's okay to make that your theme for the following year. Like we need balance, but we're going to really focus and dial in here because I'm the kind of guy because of my past and the neural pathways of my brain that have been developed to uh, want to medicate when I'm depressed or discouraged or things aren't how I want them to be. If I'm not careful, that is such a slippery slope for me. And I know I'm the apex guy, right? You know, uh, here to help men, overcome self-sabotage and here to help men, you know, overcome addiction and self-sabotage and, and, uh, build confidence and all of that. But I will be completely transparent with you in that if I'm not careful, I can immediately, immediately regress into the old man. Like that worst part of me is still there waiting, waiting to regain dominance and control over my actions and my thought processes and how I carry myself from day to day. And if I'm not careful to prioritize being an apex man, which again, isn't about chauvinism and dominance. It's about servant leadership. It's about setting an example. It's about serving the people that you love and care for that are in your life, your wife, your kids, your employer, if you have one, your church, your community, whatever it is, it's about serving others, but from a leadership perspective. And that's what I want for myself. So boom, got here a couple weeks ago and uh, got a good job, finally dialed in, put some earnest money down on a really nice house, a little bit smaller than what we had in North Dakota. 
but I got that house in North Dakota for a really good deal because the guy that had it had five others. And when COVID hit, everybody left and he was, he had five empty houses and he was just trying to get out of stuff. So I did really good with that, but it's a gated community. It's got a pool, you know, splash pad park and all this stuff within the community that only the people in that neighborhood can use and stuff. And it's comfortable and cozy. And it was built a couple years ago and uh, we'll adjust to the size reduction, but it puts me, you know, 30 minutes from work. It puts my wife 20 minutes from work. Um, a lot of stuff to do down here, North Dakota, five months of the year, you're on lockdown, bro. Cause it's negative 40. You can't go outside. You're freezing cold. And that was affecting my family too. Like to the point where everybody's on a device all the time and you're willing to overlook it because there is literally nothing else to do. But I mean, there's boxing, there's jujitsu, there's music, there's sports, all that stuff year round here. And uh, we're going to get the kids plugged into some stuff where they begin to develop hobbies and they find themselves outside of their devices. And I'm even going to start taking uh, some boxing classes myself. It's something I've always wanted to do. And, uh, you know, if you saw me in person, you would think I was uh, a rowdy bout at character that could take care of himself. But quite honestly, I'm, I'm pretty passive aggressive, but I want to be able to uh, handle myself better in the event of uh, an altercation and just let that build confidence in me. I'm looking for ways to build and boost confidence in myself always. And sometimes that involves you doing things that you wouldn't normally do, stretching yourself beyond your means and capabilities. In the process of doing that, sometimes we falter or fail or face plant, and that's okay because those muscles get trained, that activity gets developed, and you grow through failure. You grow through strain. And it's good, man. I got myself a Planet Fitness membership and uh, down here three or four times a week getting after it, staying fit and trim. Uh, great, great ministry at the church that we're going to that's going to be super helpful to be on a trajectory, to be around other people that are on a better trajectory in life and want to live righteously. And uh, yeah, so we're excited. The wife and kids are wrapping up. The last few weeks, my wife is a teacher, so she can't come just yet, but a uh, week and a half, I think, school get out, and then going to drop the kids off at the in-laws in Colorado. My wife's going to go back and pack the house up. I'll fly back to North Dakota, load the U-Haul, and then my wife and I are going to get four days on the road, just us. And you know what? That's going to be really cool because, quite honestly, this last year especially uh, has been very taxing as it relates to my marriage. And you guys know me if I, I don't, no pretense. I don't want to, I don't want to put this image out that I'm above it all, that I'm above reproach, that, uh, I don't have hiccups in life, that I'm not susceptible to fail or falter or that I don't struggle. Uh, cause we all do. And I believe it's encouraging when other people are willing to share their struggles and their battles because it lets you know that you're not the only one fighting. You're not the only one fighting the fight. And I've learned over the, over the last year that my wife and I, and this goes with any couple, can live in the same home and begin to grow apart through busyness, through uh, just, just, just growing 
in a direction that you guys you guys may not necessarily be completely in agreement with, but you don't have any uh, disagreement with it. You just begin to pursue other things. And uh, I was telling my wife today that I think the honeymoon phase is over. <laughs> and that's that first year, man, where neither one of you can do anything wrong. You're just madly in love and everything is okay. And, you know, you eat the burnt dinners and ask for seconds and she tolerates, you know, the, the fact that you stink half the time and just whatever else is out there. And we, I mean, to make, to make the honeymoon phase last 16 years is amazing that we made it that long, but we both, we both realize very recently that we're in a season now where we're going to have to work. We're going to have to work and, uh, to maintain, not just maintain, but have a growing, vibrant, flourishing marriage and that's okay. You know, that's okay. My wife has become super independent and, uh, it's a two edged sword. You know, you want your, you want your wife to be dependent upon you, um, because it allows you to, uh, lead with authority and don't take that word in a negative contents, but your wife will follow after you easy with the decisions that you make when she's dependent upon you. But the moment that your wife, and it'll happen naturally, just through the course of time, the moment your spouse becomes independent, all of a sudden, uh, they don't follow after so easy. You know, they've realized what they're capable of. And they have their own opinions and ideas on how things should work and go. And uh, yeah, it's a two-edged sword because you want the people you love and care for to be dependent on themselves to be independent, strong, courageous, self-assured, reliant on no one, right? Uh, but at the same time, now, now, now is a time for, uh, for a lot more communication, uh, a lot more expressing of feelings. This is how I feel. How do you feel? Let's understand how we feel about a situation and about each other and about what the other person may have said or done so that we can understand each other better. Like as weird as it may seem after 16 years, I realized that I need to get to know my wife better than I ever have. And it's a good thing. It'll be a challenge in its own self. And of course I'm all about challenge because challenge makes you grow. And uh, yeah, so anyway, all of my podcast gear is in her office back in North Dakota. I'm shooting this one on my cell phone. Hopefully the quality's good. Um, I'll get all the intros and stuff up here in a minute and get it boosted out there for you guys. But as soon as they get down here in June, second or third week of June, we should be all unpacked and up and running and going. And um, we'll get the podcast going full force again. I'm going to have a bunch of people that I met at the Take the Mountain Challenge event a couple weekends ago. That was absolutely fabulous. A great time to be around 30 some odd guys that are all fighting the fight of faith, all fighting the fight uh, of maintaining uh, their masculine edge and winning in life. And everybody has a story. And I got to hear uh, quite a few stories from people and uh, what they're going through. And it was good, man, sitting around a bonfire at night and getting into the scriptures and, you know, unpacking the word of God and how it applies to masculine leadership and um, just carrying yourself as a good man, not a perfect man, because there are none, 
but carrying yourself as a good man. A good man in the sense that you can uh, lay your head down peacefully at night, knowing that you've spun all your plates and that you're doing a good job. Sorry for that little interruption there, making room for this guy to get in his truck here in the Planet Fitness parking lot. But um, yeah, so I'm going to have Matt back. Uh, he was one of the founders, or is one of the founders and hosts of that event. Uh, Justin's going to come on. He's another co-founder. A couple other guys that I met while I was there that got great stories of redemption, rags to riches kind of stuff. Um, and it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We'll dive in and we'll get the content out there for you guys. So with that said, I'm going to bounce. I love you guys. Uh, keep your heads up. Uh, you have a gift and you have a calling and we're not going to shed the worst part of us. It's always going to be there waiting. It's just waiting to reassert itself. But over time we begin to learn how to subdue the substandard man and let the apex man reign and shine supreme. And that's the agenda. That's the agenda just to continue fighting. If this last year has been a tragic year for you, uh, a year of upsets and a year of things not going the way you wished it would have, and maybe the worst part of you has gotten the better part of you, you know, this last year, I want you to get back up all in or in the way. I want you to reflect on that. We're either all in or we're in the way. And I'm praying for you. And I believe good things for you. I expect good things from you because I expect them from myself. And for anybody out in the audience that may stumble upon this episode, if you got a story, man, of trauma, tragedy, uh, rags to riches, how you leveraged and became uh, self-aware and on the path of becoming a better man, I'd love for you to reach out at apexmasculinity.com. I got my email up there. Um, I'd love to hear your story. And I think the audience would too. And some of you guys are going to hear this and go, yeah, I don't, maybe, uh, who am I? Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how turning the test into a testimony can make a difference in someone else's life. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, until the next episode, guys, I love you. And I want you to sleep well at night.